Extreme PC UK. Hi and welcome to episode 38 of Extreme PC UK podcast. Today is the 23rd of March and I'm your host Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK and Steam. Today joining me on the show we have... Hello, I am Hans and on Steam I am Megal from Hell. Hi, I'm Jansen and on Steam I'm Jay himself. And that's it, just the three of us today. Yay. Just the three of us. No scene, please. Please. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help that. That song just keeps popping in my head. Right, first off, um, if you've got any questions, just send them into extremepcuk at gmail.com. Also, we've got a Steam group, Extreme PC UK. Just add yourself on there. Find out about what we're playing and that and get in games with us. We've got a TeamSpeak, which if you go to our website, there's uh, all the details to get on a TeamSpeak. That's free. Get your own room. You know, you can put a password on there if you want to. Instagram. Extreme Peace UK, that's got all the latest work that we've been carrying out, which is pretty interesting, getting pretty popular recently. And we've also got a Facebook bun run by Young Hands here. You know, you always say Young Hands and I'm probably the oldest here. That's probably actually true. Yeah. Maybe it's because you've got the mental mentality of a child. <laughs> hey, I agree with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Just quickly, before we crack on, premiercomputerfairs.co.uk that's where we normally go to do our shows they will be doing a double weekend this weekend so the first one will be Oxford and that will be Saturday the 1st of April if you're getting this straight away as the podcast comes out that will be literally in the morning we won't be going to that one that will be at St Gregory the Great School Cricket Road Oxford so check that one out that's a Saturday and we will be going to the Bracknell Computer Fair which is the Sunday the 2nd of April and that's just at Bracknell Leisure Centre on Bagshot Road, so if anyone wants to come down, play some games with us and that, that's going to be a pretty cool one, we'll be at that one, at Bracknell, so uh, yeah, come down, check it out, get involved with us. They both run from 10am till 3pm, so check them out, just go to premiercomputerfairs.co.uk, and uh, right, that's all them uh, fiddly bits out the way to start with, let's move on. Firstly, I'd like to say thanks to John Maxfield, because he wrote into us, giving us this new app, well I don't even know if it's a new app, but an app we didn't know about called TuneIn Radio, which you can download on your phone and stuff. And uh, yeah, new outlet to listen to our podcast and get involved. So check that out, everybody. Another place to download on. So uh, yeah, we sent some goodies out to him. So I hope you enjoyed them. Right, my news, I want to talk about a game called Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Have any of you heard of this? Yeah. yeah. Literally, I only found out about it a day ago. How about you guys? Well, it's EA and it's early access. Oh, you're going to bring it down already. <laughs> the thing is, I heard about it probably a week ago and then i just watched a couple of twitch streams to see what it was like and i thought yeah this looks pretty good but i'm kind of with hands on early access it's I, I hate paying money for early access i don't mind getting on like a beta and doing a bit of testing but not paying money for it 26.99 yeah the price is a bit steep for early access, yeah. isn't it yeah. I've got to be honest though, this game, I've been watching a few streams, I only heard of it yesterday, so I've been watching a little bit about it today, and I just wanted to try and squeeze a little bit of information, what we know so far about this game, because it it actually had um, some testing and that, which we totally skipped out on. I didn't even know about it at that point in time. The game looks pretty cool, basically, it's like a H1Z1 Battle Royale, isn't it? But it's on like a, I think it's an 8 square kilometre map, and it's pretty much mix up of kill each other off battleground sort of thing where you get so many players. I think it's up to 80 players or so, but yeah, I'm not 100% sure. Like shoot everything that moves? Well, I think yeah. you've got different game modes. You've got like, you've got like, you can even singles, you can have two by two teams or two, or fours or sixes. So me and you guys can just get together, we get dropped into this map, and then it's pretty much just Hunger Games, isn't it? Just to the end. 
Yeah. It says up to a hundred players. Oh, is it? I yeah. thought it was eighty players. But it's just it's pretty much from watching it, it looks a bit like DayZ. But it looks like a much better game. But do you know what it is? It's because the guy who worked on the Battle Royale format for H1Z1 and Armour, he's the guy that's developing this. Yeah, because it started off as a mod, I believe, didn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And then it turned into its fully-fledged, like, its own game. Yeah. Um, but it does look pretty cool. It's got, like, everything that I love about games. It's running around, looking for stuff, collecting stuff. It's got loads of guns, loads of equipment. You know, it's got lots of customizable stuff to, like, do up your characters and stuff. Looks pretty cool. Uh, it's just something I wanted to get out there. If anyone's got any information that what they know is something they're going to be really into, let us know because this could be something. Because I've been looking for a game for ages now that I want to get stuck into where we can sort of all work together and this might just be it. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing because yeah, we kind of did it with uh, Ballistic Overkill. That was a game that I loved and we all got on and played like quite a while. But it's kind of fizzled out a bit now and we, we are kind of looking for something new and I think this is kind of like the perfect replacement really. Yeah, but with Ballistic Overkill, I've actually seen recently that they're um, actually bringing a game out. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, if the game does come out like as an a, official release, they might have some new guns and stuff so we might be able to get back into that for a yeah, little bit of fun. Yeah, I did see that. Um, yeah. I think I saw it on Twitter that they were announcing a, a release date. Yeah, but... To be fair, this game does look, the graphics look really good, the customizations look really good, the world looks quite big, and, you know, the problem with things like DayZ is, which I find is, it is a really good game, but it takes you forever to find someone else. So you might shoot one person in a whole night of playing it, but this, a hundred people in teams of two and three up to six, you know, this, this is like hunting people, they're going to be everywhere, so we could just go around, it's just like playing like one of your normal games, but it's all real players, you know? Yeah. And when they say Battle Royale, this is Battle Royale. It's like you get a team deathmatch and it's like 10 versus 10, 20 versus 20. But with this, if you've got like 100 people all at the same time and they're in groups of, say, six and eight, that, yeah. that will take it to another level. Yeah, because it's just like gangs of people battling it out. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I find that really exciting. Yeah, same here. So I've got a feeling I am going to buy this and try it out. So if anyone out there in the community does like like the look of it, let us know because we can set up a little team. And to be fair, I don't know a lot about the game. I just wanted to mention it because it's something I come across. But it could be good to if we can if there's like in-game stuff like teams and stuff that you can set up, which I don't know if there is. But if there is, it'd be pretty cool to like get an Extreme Peace UK going or just getting a little gr getting a group of us together. You know. But what about even starting our own server? I don't know if it has dedicated servers yet. No, it's EA. It's not going to have them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. won't do that. They're going to use their own servers, pretty sure. Yeah. Right? Even if it's like that, though, we could always set up our own little, like, get our community to, like, get on at certain times. And, you know, if everyone gets into the TeamSpeak, you, anyone out there, you've only got to come on our TeamSpeak. We're all well friendly and just say, like, we're going to play Battle Royale, you know, get on. And uh, we will all just jump on a certain time of the day and just have it out. You know, even if, you know, even if we get two teams of six and we all work together... Yeah, and I reckon with a game like this, they'll definitely do something along the line of clans, won't they? Yeah, that's what I mean. It'd be good to set one up, wouldn't it? Yeah. But yeah, that's Player Unknown's Battlegrounds 2699. I've got a feeling it's going to be pretty good. And there's a lot of people streaming it at the moment. It's really, really popular because it's a game you can really watch, isn't it? You can watch someone running around constantly killing people. Yeah. 
That sounds really bad, but in <laughs> but a game. It is constant action. There's not a lot of like running around with nothing happening. You're running through fields for days, and then yeah. by the time you actually meet your friends, yeah. it's time you want to go to bed. Yeah, yeah, but this is this is a so-called Twitch shooter, so... Yeah. What do you think about hands? Because you're always against these open-world fighting games. What do you think? Uh, Something you could try or not? Mm, not for that price, no. Not for that price? No. Not saying I won't try it, but I think the price for an early access game is a, p a bit steep, to be honest. What about the finished game? Would you be interested then? Probably more interested uh, than I am for early access. That's the only problem there. Early access never come out of early access. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Daisy's still said, in early access, yeah. I think, ain't it? Yeah. Man. I think even Ark is still in early access, no? I'm not sure. I don't, mm -hmm. Personally, for me, if I like the look of a game, I don't care if it's in early access or not. Because early access it just means you're getting the game for a little bit cheaper with all the bugs in it, you know? So I just buy it anyway and rate it on what I have at that point. Yeah, but so, to be honest here, without setting up a discussion, but how many good games have come out of early access? But that's the thing, you've got to define good games or games that you've played for a long time. Like, I could say DayZ, it annoys me, but I've played a thousand hours in it, so what can I say? I can't say it weren't a good game, really, because I've played that long in it. Yeah. How, can, how can I, even though, if someone said to me, would you reckon a DayZ, I'd go, mm, it's been alright, I've played it a lot, but... There's a lot of problems with it. It's not like the zombies never worked for a good year or so. You know, you never see no one. But I've got to admit, I did get a lot of enjoyment out of that game when I first played it because it does give you that sense of feeling of really being out in the wilderness. You're exploring. Yeah, I, guess, I guess that's Eye of the Beholder. Uh, yeah. For you, like for like Jansen, he needs arcade games. He needs something that's got constant action all the time. Otherwise, he's just bored and he gets me, out. I need a massive storyline in there. You need a massive storyline or some Japanese writing. Uh, that's the same thing, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> you you do know Japanese RPGs are just pure story, right? Yeah, but I'm one of the people that skips all the story. I can't bother to read it. So it's basically, like you're watching a film, and every now and then you get to control the character. Yeah, it's like me. I don't read books because they don't have pictures in. Oh God. <laughs> right, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, we are moving on. But yeah, that's uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, twenty-six quid. Let us know your feedback on what you think. If you're going to get involved, you know, we set up a clan or something, and uh, we can crack on from there. It looks quite fun. Right, hands. I believe on to you. You've got an update with the Ryzen CPUs. What do you think? Uh, what I think about the CPUs um, for gaming, uh, not bad. But for the price, I would still go Intel. When it comes to workload or content creation, I would go for Ryzen. Yeah, because you know what, to be fair, I haven't been following in it like as much as I should have really, but you know, because I'm still a little bit biased to Intel anyway. But I do believe a lot of people have been coming out, like all the hype there, like I said, the hype train was on its way and uh actually in the end of it, they are cheap processors, but they are Yeah, but just... The eighteen hundred X is is about about seven hundred euros almost, so or six hundred. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, there's, there's no getting round. They are I cheaper really for what they are. A budget CPU anymore. And no, but it's not that it's a budget CPU. It's that it's cheaper than competitors' CPU for the yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, it, the it's, Intel it's like equivalent. half the price of the Intel. Uh, what's it called? The sixty nine, sixty nine, sixty or something, whatever. The workload CPU. So yeah. It's, it's half price of that one. So. Again, when you're a content creator of any sort, I would go for the Ryzen CPU, especially if you're doing heavy content uh, creator. But for gaming, mm, nope, I would still go for the seven, the seven thousand seven hundred K, so for the six thousand seven hundred, whatever's still available. Yeah, 
So you're going to upgrade soon. What are you going to do now? Now that you know the truth about what your uh, CPUs are. And... I'm, I'm a gamer, so I have no use for Ryzen. Uh, so you are going to... Uh... Yeah. So what do you think about these Ryzen chips for people on a budget that want to... Because you've got to understand, these yeah, chips, this is the Ryzen, they might the not Ryzen be... 7 I'm talking about, by the way. The Ryzen 5 is coming out, I think, beginning of April. And those first impressions, they're about similar to the i5. Yeah, but the point I'm getting at is, though, you're looking at benchmarks for, like, extreme point scoring, yeah? In games, in, like, work, working, whatever. But yeah. for someone who's on a budget, like, for me, I would say to somebody, if you're on a budget, go AMD. Yeah, but now, to these people that are on a budget... It's not a budget CPU. So. Yeah, but I'm talking about the whole the whole group of them Ryzen chips. I'm not talking about the top end or the bottom end. I'm no, talking about... you should go for, for the, the Ryzen 5 then. Yeah, Those but what I'm... Coming in April, so... Yeah, but what I'm saying is... Is in regards to just having, I need. I've, I'm I'm a person that doesn't know about computers. I want to build a gaming PC to go next to my Xbox. You know, comes up to somebody and goes, "What should I buy?" You know, you're not going to go, "Oh, but it's good, this, that, that." You're just going to go, "Yeah, this chip's good. Get this because this price." And what I'm saying to you is, do you think Ryzen are that category where if somebody is starting out building a computer for the first time, that's the chip they should go for because compared to the price for what they get. It's going to run any graphics card on it. Yeah. You know? But I would say go for Ryzen 5, not Ryzen 7. All right, cool. Because Ryzen 7 is, is the yeah, the high end, so to speak. And yeah, the equivalent like the i3, i5, i7. Pure bad, bad uh, gaming CPUs. Yeah. Uh, they're, not, they're not meant for gaming. You can game on them, and they actually perform very well, especially for the price, but they're not meant as gaming CPUs. So as, if it's just for gaming, I would still say, you know, go for Intel. Or the Ryzen 5 that's coming out in April, which I think the, the most expensive one is about 200 euros, I believe. Yeah, because you was really excited about these, wasn't it? This was going to be a game changer for you. Well, it still is, though, because apparently Intel did slash their prices. I haven't uh, seen it yet, to be fair. No, I haven't seen it over here also, in the States, <laughs> in certain stores. So I if, anything, if anything, the prices have just skyrocketed on everything at the moment. Yeah, but, but we're in the EU. Well, technically you're not, but, you know, so... Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, once again, Ryzen, not a bad CPU, but for a gamer, I would not recommend it. So, all right, cool, cool, cool. Right, Jansen, any news from you? No news from me. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to put that in there because I knew you had nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on to some games. First up, I believe, Hand, you've been playing Andromeda Mass Effect. Yep, Mass Effect Andromeda. And oh boy, where to start on this one. So. Can I ask some questions before you actually go and say what you're going to say? Yeah, sure. Compared to the other ones, because I love the open world, is it like a totally new game, different, or is it similar? It is similar, but still different. I know that's a weird answer. Restricted. It's, no, actually it's not more restricted. It's completely different playstyle. For me, like, I want to like... be able to get on my ship, go to different planets, explore the planets, yeah, pick can, up collectibles, shoot people, and score points. Yeah, that's, you basically summed up the game. But I'll buy it then. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure you're gonna like this one, Nick, because you're a fan of Fallout 4, right? And you compare almost every open world you compare to Fallout. Mm, I like a lot of open world games. Fallout, Far Cry. Yeah, but um, it's not Oblivion. This, this open world is not like those games. It's it's a bit weird to explain. It's empty. There's yeah, I was just gonna say there's a, a vast emptiness uh, sometimes. Like literally nothing in there. It's big. 
But that's but what Mass Effect 1 was like. You'd be on a planet, you'd drive for ages just to get to like a little area, find one thing, and you'd drive miles yeah, again. Yeah, it's the find... same. You, you got your, uh, what's it called, the Land Rover thingy again. Forgot the name, to be honest. You can drive again. You couldn't do that in the second one and the third one. Yeah, because so... I got upset when they did that, because the first one is one I like the most, really. Because then I think, I think when you bring out a first game and people really like it and it becomes really popular, the, the developers then want to bring out another one, but they want to add something else to the mix to make it that little bit more and, than it was last time. And I think that's where they go wrong, because people that love that game, they love it because of what it is. So if you go then and put something in and change it to something else, that's when people go off of it. And I think the first one I really liked, the second one and the third one, the second one was good, and in the third one, I actually got to the point where I was like running around in a spaceship, just thinking, do you know what? I can't be bored. I can't be yeah, bothered to keep running around. The third one was um, also the third one had a, had a very, very bad ending. I got yeah. bored of the storylines, reading and reading, and I hate dialogue constantly. Yeah, that's, that's still the same here. This is all spoken dialogue though, but it's still in there. So it it, it is an RPG, no matter how you look. Yeah, at it. but it's an action RPG. But like some worlds are like vast and empty. And other worlds are crowded, but linear. Yeah. Or more linear than certain other planets, because here, you're coming into the Andromeda galaxy, and it's your uh, mission uh, to colonize the galaxy. <laughs> That's okay. uh, what it comes down to. Yeah, actually, your story-wise, um, this one, the, the story begins just uh, after Mass Effect 2, I think. So okay. You had like a 600-year sleep to get there, and then everything goes to hell. 20,000 people are gone or asleep, whatever you want to call it, and it's your job to save them. Colonize the planets, find the, the, the missing ships. If you haven't played the previous game, would no, it's, the... No, you can start again. This is a, a complete reboot of the franchise. So it doesn't take no, to okay. save a game over like the normal ones do? No, I, I think that's what they're trying to do here. Um, because I mean, when you went from like 2 to 3, your save game profile would yeah, still be could, in there. You could take it with you. And I'm, I'm guessing they're going to do the same in this one because you're in a new galaxy. It's a completely yeah. new story, but it's nothing we haven't seen before, and something very weird, right? The first aliens, so to speak, you come across, because in this uh, galaxy we are the aliens. Yeah. They, they wear clothes, they wear jackets, they have human eyes, so <laughs> they're all humanoid. Really? And that I think is a bit weird still. So well, it's different. They, they look different, but they're humanoid. So, in your opinion, is this game worth the money you paid for it or not? No. No. It's, it's not worth the 60 euros I pay for it. Because I've seen, uh, was it you guys was talking about a lot of keys being given out? Yeah. yeah. Apparently on Twitter, on Facebook, there were a lot of things there. Yeah, really? I was, yeah, I saw on Twitter that what they were doing, they had loads of cards with keys on it, and they'd laid them out on the table, taken a photo of it, and then just said, like, first come, first serve. If you're quick enough to get one of these keys, you can use it. And that's why I was thinking, well, I've seen that done twice now. So why are they giving so many copies away? But that, in theory, that's not really going to work because if you're giving away loads of free copies, people are just going to get the game for free and then think, well, I didn't pay for it, so I'm not going to play it anyway. And then yeah, they're still going to badmouth I mean, it to other people. This, this is Mass Effect we're talking about. They're still going to sell well over a million copies. Yeah, but that's what I was going to say to you. Is this game being made slack on the basis that they know they're going to sell it because it's such a popular series yeah. of games? And... They slacked off a little bit in, in the graphics department also. The yeah, Stam I saw that. I saw Stam that online pictures. look really nice. Like, whoa. Uh, you know, I play at 4K, so it, it looks gorgeous. But then, get the dialogue and the facial animations. 
and it takes you completely out of the game to be honest. I yeah, mean, was I it you? Pictures. Was it you to put a picture on, and it's yeah. got what two pictures of people's heads? Yeah, that's and actually one how of it them. looks. That's no joke. That's actually how it looks in 2017. Yeah, 2017 is a picture on the left, and 2003 is a picture on the right. On yeah. the left, you've got like the actual developers of like 200 people, and on yeah. the right, you've got a group of like three guys. or something you said it was, wasn't it? Yeah. And the one on the right is much better picture quality from like over 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. it's like photo realistic. Yeah, 13 I, I years no ago. Yeah. How this is this even past the testing phase, I, I have no idea, but okay. You know, if then you again, did it have a deadline? That, there's still a big story in there, and you'll probably have fun. It's not the worst game I've ever played, but it's it's just like. Is it going to be. Is it going to be one of them games that I pick up, I play it for an hour, and I really enjoy it, and then it gets repetitive, and it's just like. Oh. No, 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 I don't think so, but I'm not sure if you're going to like it because it's immensely story driven. So, yes, you can collect things. But it's a lot of dialogue, story-driven. Exploration is there, but it doesn't give you the satisfaction like other open-world game has. Yeah. That's a personal opinion. I mean, I read reviews of people actually loving the game. Uh, but for me, after playing The Witcher, Fallout, I'm like, hmm. And you know, I was skeptical about Fallout, right? Like, yeah. I didn't really feel the wasteland. This is worse, in my opinion. Yeah, but so. you didn't, the reason why you didn't feel the wasteland is because you expected a massive open wasteland, when yeah. really, they had packed it all into a little area. But yeah. I've got to admit, on, on Fallout, or Fallout 4, there is actually a lot packed into that little space. Oh, yeah, a, lot a lot more than... I'm not denying that one. Yeah. But in this, it's I, I, I can't really explain it. It's a bit a bit weird. It's an open world, but it still feels restricted and empty for some reason. Is there a lot of weapon upgrades and stuff? Yeah, there's a, there's a ton of weapon upgrades you can do. But that brings me to my next point, is the whole interface menu. Yeah. It is so unbelievably clunky in there, when. There's just window after window after window with everything hiding somewhere. I mean, I had to go online, literally, and look up how to change my teammates. Really? Yeah, because it wasn't explained anywhere. <laughs> and there's so many interface options, so many things. I get like all these tech points and all that kind of stuff. And you have it? There's no. I have no idea what to use it for. So I need to go online, check, oh, this dude, that's for that. And I need to use this. And that I need to do. So, and I think that's a bit of a weird... Um, yeah, so it's made it too technical, really. Things like that take me a bit off the game. So, I mean, yeah. I like a challenge, but there needs to be a certain overview in there. And yeah. I can't find that in Mass Effect Andromeda. Again, personal opinion. Other people probably think it's 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 really easy, but no, for me, I had to do a lot of searching. <laughs> yeah. but, it's quite funny how this game, I know people that have been waiting for this game for... I don't know, forever. They've, they've known about it since it first first arrived that it was going to come out. And they're like, I can't wait for this game. It's going to be mad. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. And then it's like, the way games are changing so much at the moment is it's like these big companies are, are putting less effort into all the games they bring out. You know, it's like, yeah. just, that, will, it's just the, that will do attitude. The thing is also that um, there's not one creator from the original Mass Effect on this team. Uh, they're all busy on other projects and you know, yeah. this isn't the it's, Bioware we used to know anymore also. So. It's a bit disappointing, really, because it's like... It is a disappointing games... Mass Effect game. It's yeah, not it's... a bad game, but as a Mass Effect game, I think it's disappointing. Well, that's what but... I'm saying. Disappointing in general, the fact that these big games that everybody loves, you know, are coming out and they're, they're not, like, satisfying people enough, you know? Yeah. This, this is what I was saying before. Like, the bigger companies are... They're getting do, slack. Yeah, they they got that attitude of like that will do, and they they want to hit deadlines and things like that. And it is it for them. It's a money maker. And then 
they're not thinking that the people that are playing the game aren't going to like it. And I do think like they are kind of dropping the ball where they'll lose followers because people will be like, well, yeah, they just don't try anymore. And these yeah, they're just lucky that this has the name Mass Effect on it. Yeah. If it didn't have the name Mass Effect on this one, there was a lot less copies and the game would probably be, you know, it would be scorned everywhere probably. Yeah, so, but they, they do the same thing with films, don't they? They'll take a franchise and they'll slap a name on it and they'll make money off the name, not the film. And Ghostbusters, got... cough. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> something like Jurassic Park. It's like you'll get Jurassic Park 6 come out and it will be crap, but people will go and watch it because it's got Jurassic Park in the title. Yeah. And it's the same with games now. It's like they're, they're playing on people's loyalty and people take that to heart and be like, well, basically, you're, yeah. just, you're just stealing my money. And then they'll move to these new yeah. developers that are actually putting the time and effort into yeah, it. Yeah, but, but that's I mean, the thing. We're talking about EA. I mean, this is a, a multi-billion dollar company. You yeah. would think a company that one could, could produce it could produce a lot better than this but that's the I mean, point Hans. that's what he was that they didn't do that to be honest so jansen was saying before like you got 200 people doing this one game and then you got three guys that are dedicated in their basement and they're putting out a better game yeah you know it is. And it's like because they're they're like heart and souls in this game it means so much to them whereas yeah. big companies are just like we make some money this is profit maker this ain't because we want to make a nice game yeah and the people yeah, working you would that think company that big companies just... would have learned something from The Witcher 3 by now. Yeah, put out it's, a good quality game and the legacy will live on. Yeah. So... Oh, I've got some massive news for you lot. Oh, is this I your hint... big announcement? My big announcement? <laughs> yeah. I should have done it in the news section, really. Because you'll have something to say about it. Guess what? What? I'm pregnant. Nah. <laughs> nah. I okay. watched all of Star Wars. Oh. I watched all of them. I watched all of them, back to back. <laughs> and actually, I've got to be honest, it's pretty wicked. I watched Finally. all of them as well. I didn't skip the three that everyone says to skip. I watched the whole lot every night. I watched one after the other. Um, but I do need to find out from you. I don't want to give any spoilers away in case people haven't watched it. But um, what's the latest one which is out at the moment? Rogue One. That's no, the one that, I need to yeah. see then. That's not an official... Yeah, no. Yeah, I watched the... Is it three, four, is it three, four, or five? Well, the or last one is what's the new hope? A new hope starts off at um, what number? Got four, five, and six. Four, five, and six. Then one, two, and three, and then you got that's it, isn't it? Yeah, no. and, there's and one more. You, one more, it, the new one. Yeah, yeah, the new one, which is the then, one which hands hands told you what happens, which yes. you got very upset about. Spoiler. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Rogue One, which has just come out. Yeah, so I need to get that one. Yeah, but yeah. Rogue One's more of a spin-off, so. Yeah. Yeah. So. But then I looked up, because I've been well into it, yeah? And uh, that's what I was saying the other day when I was saying to you, I can't say nothing now, but I'll tell you <laughs> on the podcast. But yeah, I proper like them. But I do feel that like I like the older ones more than the newer ones. Yes, thank you. Yeah, but then that that is the consensus for pretty much everyone. The originals are classics. Like, when you've got like, four, five, and six, you just can't beat them. And... That's what made the stories, that's what made the characters, and that's what everyone bought into. Anton, speaking of characters, do we need to remind remind you of Jar Jar Binks? Yeah, but this is what I was <laughs> going to say. This is where it went wrong. When they brought out 1, 2, and 3, everyone was like, what the hell is this crap? Yeah. They tried to put like a funny spin on it in the latest ones as well, and I thought that just takes away from what the whole thing's about. 
Yeah, but, but actually, Nick, you probably watched them in the wrong order. You need to watch them. No, I watched it. First. I watched it in the right order. Oh, okay. <laughs> I watched it in the original order. Cause I want it. Cause loads of people were telling me, "Don't watch this one. It's crap. That one's got nothing to do with this." And I thought, do you know what? I'm getting so many different opinions. I'm just gonna watch all of them in the order they got released in, and I'll watch everything and see how I is from my own view. Yeah. And I gotta be honest, the first three, I really enjoyed them. One thing I do take, I will take away from is, I always thought the storylines would be much more in depth. But it's like one simple thing, the film's about. Oh, we're gonna blow up that. That's it. Oh, yeah. we need to get that USB stick. That's it. It's just. The whole film around that one little thing. Yeah, it was the force. And, yeah, and it's like, yeah, I, 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 the idea of that is quite good because it's just such a little thing, but the whole film's based around that, and they stick to what they want to have the film about. If you know what I mean. Yeah. But then I found when the newer ones came along, they put this like they tried to put this like funny swing on it, and it was like none of the original people sort of thing was really there, and it was like they were trying to get the same feel as the originals, but they could they couldn't. Yeah. Because they weren't the same people, so. But the thing is, it's because the story had already been written. Yeah. And when they made the originals, they they looked at it as six films, and they're like, well, we don't need to do the first three. Let's start from number four and do four, five, and six. That will be better. And yeah. then, obviously, those scripts have been sitting somewhere for ages, and they were like, well, look, let's do one, two, and three. But Put it from time, before. Yeah, they they just completely ruined it. But yeah. no, no one really cares about that anyway. Yeah, and but the new, so the new one is good. So it what is, does it do? Yeah. Does it go back again? What do you when, mean? No, the story continues, huh? No. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, does they're, it? Yeah, they're going forwards now with the story. But I heard from somebody that all the old characters are in it, like Darth Vader's in it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's with Rogue One because Rogue One is a spin-off. And yeah, that's, that's the one that, that goes back again. Yeah, that, it's like a flashback to oh, right. things that were happening behind the scenes. Yeah. But Ooh, no, no, I really, I got to be honest, I really enjoyed them and. Uh, yeah, so now I've been looking at buying loads of collectibles and stuff. You turn me yeah. into Star Wars head. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, if you want to get into that, Star Wars stuff is expensive. Yeah, I want that thing yeah, that's in is. your front room. What, the um, helmet? You've got silver helmet, haven't you? No, it's Luke's pilot helmet. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought you had the whole silver one. Nah. Oh, how much is that worth, what you got in your front room? Uh, 450. Shit, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> That's collectibles for you. Yeah, yeah man. I know where he lives anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sorry people, to just come away from all the games and the podcast completely. <laughs> but these lot have been having a go at me about Star Wars since the podcast started. Apparently, I wasn't uh, down with the kids. So, <laughs> Jansen. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, I've watched them all and they're pretty cool. So watch Star Wars if you haven't seen it. So what do you lot think of Star Trek? Mm. What, what, the new movies or the no, Just the old series? originals, everything. Nah, not a fan. Not bad, but not a fan. I'm so a I've... fan of the originals with Generation. Cap- yeah, with no, with Captain Kirk. The old old school. Yeah, original. Really? The real one. The real yeah. Star Trek. Yeah. I like Next Generation most. The the ones that came after, I didn't mind. It's out of the newer ones, Next Generation was probably the best. And um, Deep Space Nine you was like, Oh, this is pants. Yeah, like I... <laughs> It's like I started watching Next Generation and then it kind of just went on and on and on and then I got bored of it. But the original series, I love. Really? Yeah, even though it's old school and it's a bit like B-movie. Yeah, exactly. I love it. A bit like the old Batman. Pow! Slam! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was epic. <laughs> yeah, no, no, because I like all of them as well. But I like any type of space films. My favourite films are alien films, so anything with alien space or anything like that, I just love it. So. Oh, so you're going to see the new alien soon then? 
Covenant. There's a new Aliens coming out. Yeah, yeah Alien Covenant. Oh, right, Actually, yeah, like definitely. Prequel, so. Definitely, definitely. Right, let's get back to the podcast. We're talking about films. Yeah, I know. Extreme films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. It's just something we had to switch on to. But yeah, yeah what was we even talking about? Mass Effect Andromeda. I think that's yeah. done now, isn't it? Yeah. I think we've gone off track with that and <coughs> left yeah. it behind. Not a bad game, but I wouldn't waste 60 euros on it or 50 uh, pounds. So. Is that how much Wait it is? For a sale. 50 quid. Oh. I yeah. think the collector's edition is even about 120 or 130. Yeah, isn't there the one where you get the the vehicle? Yeah. Do not my my advice. I I kind of forgot I had that in pre order and yeah. <laughs> wait three months and get it on another site for two pound. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But yeah, right. Let's move on then. Uh, on to my games. I've got to be honest. I've been playing Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands every single day for the last however long since the last Clancy podcast. Clancy or Clancy? Ah, oh, here we go. Clancy. <laughs> Clancy. Tom Clancy, I call him. Because you're but posh. How yeah. am I posh? I'm far from posh. <laughs> Clancy. Ooh la la. <laughs> Oi, Clancy, get over here, mate. <laughs> but yeah, I've been playing that game, and uh, yeah, four players, it's well good. I don't know why you two didn't get it. You know, we jump in. It's just, it's, it is very, very repetitive. I'll give you that. If you don't like doing the same thing over and over again, then don't get this game. But if you don't mind that, because you just like being... It's mainly just hunting. Like, you go off, four of you, it's all about putting your drone up in the air, looking around, scouting all the people out, sniping, like, we'll all put a mark on who we're going to shoot. We're like, three, two, one, bang, all four of us shoot one person at the same time. They go down, next one's come up, we take them down, we get the intel we need, you know? And it's pretty much, in a nutshell, is a whole map of all different gangsters on there, and you just take them out until you get to the main one, which takes yeah. ages. There is a single player in there too, I read, no? But it's, you can play on your own, or you can just jump in up to four players. So if I'm playing okay. on my own, and then you jump on, you just jump in my game. I don't, you, don't, you don't have to invite or anything, you just jump straight in. Ah, okay, that way. But it's really, really nice. It's the same, it reminds me of, um, of um, Far Cry 4 and Far Cry 3. You know, that sort of sniping. You know, you've got the bow and arrow, and you're like, hiding about, picking people off. It kind of looks like that as well, because a lot yeah. of it is like jungle-based, isn't it? Yeah. I've got to admit, the map is amazing. That's one of the best maps I've seen. It's absolutely massive, but it's got every kind of biome on it. You've got like one bit that's got like, uh, like a like a canyon, and it's got a river at the bottom of it, and it goes all the way through. You've got another bit that's like a big salt lake. You've got um, you've got another one where it's jungle, but you've got different types of jungle. There's one with a burnt forest where it's all been set on fire, and it's all like burnt wood. It's just mad. Like you go from different areas, and the area changes into another biome. It's like they've, they've, they've covered everything there. Desert, like all sorts of stuff. I think it's supposed to be called Wildlands, isn't it? But, but yeah, it's. I really, really enjoy the game because not so much for what the game is. I think if I was playing on my own constantly, I'd just get bored. But the fact that I can play it with my friends, we can chat, we can have a laugh. You go around that way, I'll go around this way. That's what makes that game really, really good. You know, the money I've got, I've paid for it. I've got my time in like back because i've done about 50 hours already i have got to the point now where it's like i'm halfway through the game i've, I've killed half of like the bad guys um the bosses but i'm sort of going oh i need to jump off for a little while i'm playing this too much you know when you sort of get a little bit bored you don't want to completely bore yourself at that yeah, game at this point get out, eh? yeah and i want to make sure that i like save it so when four of us are on we'll all jump on that do a couple of missions jump off you know i don't want to just sort of get to the point where i'm like oh i've had enough of this game it's like dinner. You know, when you eat something you really like, you find a new food. 
you eat it every day for that week and then you're like, yeah, I really like that, but now I'm sick of it. Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like that because I'm a greedy pig. But but yeah, that's Tom Clancy's uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. We talked, spoke about it last week, so I'm not going to go into it. Yeah, let's move on to you, gents. Okay, well, this month I've been playing mostly Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, and God. Oh, I know, yeah, tell I, me about it. I know it is a, a year old, but... Pa- pause a minute. I just spoke about Star Wars for ages, and you're about to talk about Star Wars. Yeah. We could have just put that together. Yeah, but Nick, you, you <laughs> talked about a good kind of Star Wars. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but Good carry on. Personal preference on this, because I do think it's a really good game, and... In, in, when you bought it a year ago, there was a lot of like DLC that you had to pay for. So you were paying for this game three or four times over to get everything that came out. But the reason I've bought it now is because I got everything in the EA sale for £15. Yeah, there's even a single player now, isn't there? Yeah. And the single players, it's more like like mini missions there it, it's not like a story driven single player mode but it's still quite good if you don't really want to get on and play against other people that's like quite good when you first get on to get used to like how the game plays and things like that and what the the weapons do and the perks and things like that one of those things where you can kind of test the game before you actually get online and start playing against other people. Yeah. Jensen, I need to ask, are the, the special characters still overpowered, like Darth Vader and stuff? Yeah, totally. But that's yeah. what makes them, like, so good. They're so really? overpowered. I mean... Is that why you were saying there's Luke Skywalker? Because there was only one allowed in the game or something? Yeah, because what it is, is those icons that you pick up, every now and then there'll be a hero icon. When you pick that up, whether you're on the good side or the bad side, you then pick one of the special characters from that side. So if, oh, you're, right. if you're on the good side, you can pick to be Luke Skywalker, and then you're basically running around with a lightsaber, but you just hit someone once with your lightsaber and they're dead. You can throw it and it will like spin out and then come back to you like a boomerang. And really? you, can, you can use the force to push yeah. people away. But you can run twice as fast, you can jump twice as high. But the thing is, you you still lose life. But yeah, you, but you've got quadruple the amount of life. So. <laughs> yeah, it's like you could literally stand there and have three people shooting you constantly and you'd still survive for like two, three minutes. So that's yeah. why it's rare that it happens. And a lot of the time when a hero like spawns, everyone kind of makes a beeline for them because they want to take them out. So you do get a lot of people after you, but it's so much fun when you get it because you're literally running around with a lightsaber. You run into a crowd of people and you're just swinging your lightsaber and each hit is just taking people down. Yeah, because I wondered, because I played this game and I've got to be honest, I think I played two or three rounds with you because yeah. on it's on Origin, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you can download it and get a four-hour trial for free. And so I said to Jansen, before I buy it, I need to check it and see if I like it or whatever. So I got done the four-hour trial thing. Anyway, we got on there. Man, could I get them controls. I couldn't... <laughs> like, joystick, uh, joystick. On the control pad, it was just too slow. I couldn't keep up. So then I went on to the keyboard to do it, and I just there was just too many controls for me, you know? On keyboard, I found it much, much better for the aiming and stuff. But again, it was just like mayhem. I didn't know what was going on. Like yeah, but minute... I think for you, you hadn't configured your keys yet. So when it was a case of you had to do something, you didn't know what key it was to do that certain thing. Yeah. And I couldn't help you either because I play with controller. I'm saying to you, well, look, it's a left trigger, it's the right trigger. But 
on a keyboard, I don't know what. Yeah, what all that I was hearing be. from you was, look, there's Luke Skywalker. Look, there's a Walker. Look, I'm in a spaceship. Oh, I've got my cord <laughs> and I've gone around his legs. And I'm like, he seems like he's really enjoying this. And I'm just standing here like a prat with people constantly killing me. <laughs> but I've got to be honest, when I got into the menu of that game, it's so crisp and clear and the graphics are so nice. Yeah. It's like it's all clean cut. And there's loads of stuff like in one of the menus. I was like, what is this menu about? And he was like, oh, collectibles. You do certain things and you can get a little mini figurine of each character in the film. And, yeah, and you I get thought... the dioramas and you can collect each individual character and it builds up a scene that you can like 360 move around and see all the little characters. Yeah, I thought that's quite a nice touch to it. And like there was little extra missions and stuff like that. But I think it's just one of them games, though. It's... It's a bit like Battlefield, isn't it? It's where it's like got so much going on and you mm. need to play it for a long period of time to know everything before you... You can't just jump in and play it because you don't know what's going on. Yeah. If well, it's just, it's just a shooter, though. So. Yeah, yeah. It is just like first-person shooter, but <laughs> there, there is more going on with the like collectibles and knowing that when you pick up a perk or like a special weapon, you know what it does and how to use it and things like that. So yeah. you might pick up a gun but it's only to shoot spaceships out the sky. It's not to shoot people on the ground. But you don't know that because it, it doesn't tell you. But that's why when you're playing with me, you can then ask me and I can tell you like what it is and how to use it. But yeah, yeah if, you're, if you're just getting into it now, you will find that it's quite hard to get any kills because you'll find yourself like learning the game before you actually start taking people out. But give it a couple of hours and you'll pick it up pretty quickly because it's not that complicated it's just like knowing the maps and knowing the perks yeah i've got like i said before i honestly it does look like a really nice game but i just feel for me them, that that kind of game's done like i said before in the last podcast you know like the one we were just looking at the uh, player unknown that's more my cup of tea you know it's it's slower paced and yeah, you're actually... it's, it's the same kind of thing, but just kind of tweet. Because yeah. first-person shooters are going to be I can't stand forever. dying constantly. Yeah, but then it, you've got the extremes of going from something like uh, Call of Duty, where you will die every two seconds because someone's shooting you in the back two feet away with a sniper rifle, and that's going to like <laughs> piss you off. But then in the middle, you've got things like Battlefield, where the maps are... A little bit bigger you can use a bit more like tactics or you could just run in guns blazing but it kind of gives you that option and then you've got something like player unknown where it will be a lot more open space and yeah like you it will be like you you will think about what what you're going to do more rather than just running in and shooting yeah but you, i think that's me there uh, that's yeah. what i like where there's a team of us three of us we take our time we creep around buildings, and then when you actually do get a kill from somewhere, you're like, it was earned. Not there was a guy running across in the horizon over there. I just randomly shot whatever I could at him, and I killed him. See, I like in the middle, and that's the arcade I, feeling for you, isn't it? Yeah, because I I hate Call of Duty because that's just mayhem, and a lot of the time it's like you're you're getting a kill because someone's just popped out in front of you and you shot them in the back of the head, and then straight after you shoot them someone shoots you so it's yeah. like it's like kill die spawn kill, who can die, spawn. who can kill and die in the, the most times in, in yeah. five minutes 
but in the middle, that's why I love Battlefield because Battlefield's always been like my favourite first-person shooter. But I found but, Battlefield the same. Yeah, I get Bat sniper killed from spawn every time. I wasn't yeah, fast enough for the rest of the people on the map. But the thing is, the map's on a bigger scale, so like you will get snipers because they can snipe because it's set over a bigger area. So there are places where they can like camp, but it's yeah. not a constant like killing. And like, it is for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose it depends how good you are as well. And with Star Wars. I love Star Wars, the franchise. So yeah. this this is a perfect game for me because I love Battlefield, but then this is the Star Wars version of it. So yeah. I love the fact that I can fly an X-Wing. I can get in an ATAT -AT and shoot people. I, I love that I could play as Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. So that's why I loved it. And I, know, I could hear how much, when we was playing it, I could hear in your voice how much. <laughs> that's the only time, and everyone that listens will know this, Jansen is monotone. Doesn't matter how aroused he is. He's just like, yes, hello, I am Jansen. That's you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But much. when he's playing this game, it's like he comes alive. <laughs> the little battery inside him comes on or something because he just like starts getting all higher pitch and that. And I've never, ever heard his tone change. But he was like, look, I'm in the ship. I'm flying past. Wow, look, I've sent my cord off and I'm taking it down. And, and I was like, like, is this I the same guy? The ground and I'm flying past. I'm like, Nick, look at me. I'm in the spaceship. <laughs> My does that too. Yeah, but Hans, the point I'm getting at is the most emotion we've ever got out of the guy. But that's when you know that I'm loving a game. Because a lot of the time I'm playing a game just to play the game, or like it, we're playing as a group and I'm just getting involved. But a lot of the time I'll, I'll get bored of it quite easily. Because... You want to hope your missus don't hear you when you're playing that game. Because she'll be like, I've never seen him so aroused. Maybe we should bring that into the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Star Just wait Wars until on. His next game, then. Uh, but um, yeah, maybe she could. Oh wear man, my, I've got all uh, sorts of thoughts helmet. in my head now. Jansen in the bedroom with Star Wars playing on the TV. Yeah, but think <laughs> how many people's fantasy it is to have Princess Leia in the like gold bikini. Probably yours. It's most people's. <laughs> <laughs> You'll come in tomorrow, and your missus would have heard you, and she's look. I bought a new gold bikini. <laughs> 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 right, let's move on. That's Battlefront. Anyway, is it still £15 for everything? Uh, no, because that was a EA 50% sale that they had on a little oh. while ago. But so it will be on again, though. Yeah, but at the moment, it's it's back to like 30 quid. Yeah, so I'm sure you can get it cheaper if you look around, though. Yeah, that's that's from Origin, if you're buying it from them. But I'm sure if you look at CD keys or something like that, you'll get it a lot cheaper. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so I think that's enough about Star Wars. Oh, and one <laughs> thing I'll add is... This game looks amazing in 4K. It's a really good looking game. Yeah, because the first time I played it, when I played the open beta, I was playing it in 1080. And even then, I was like, this looks amazing. Yeah, but yeah now, it's incredibly well optimized also. It, it runs like a charm on almost any system. Yeah, and I thought that as soon as the menu came on and I saw it in 4K, I was like, man, this looks amazing. But then the game started and I was like, geez, this looks as good as like a static menu and like yeah my pc's like playing it flawlessly like at 60 frames a second at 4k and i've got it on a, a 40 inch screen and i'm sitting like two inches away from it as well and it still looks amazing yeah no it does look really really crisp that's what i was saying before it's one of the games where you can play it just to look at the graphics yeah like if your mate came around you'd be like, i'll put this on to show you how good it is the graphics yeah yeah but yeah right so what else you've been playing 
My second game that I've been playing is Revolution Ace. And for people who've never heard of it, it's it's quite a small game. And it's a top-down aeroplane shooter. Like and the Battle of Midway? It's like your old-fashioned R-type yeah. games, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Except with R-type, it's side-scrolling. This is forward-scrolling. Uh, scrolling. And it's top-down view. And you're in like a MIG. And I, I love these kind of games because it, it's just classic arcade. It's There's yeah. so much playability in a game like this because it's simple but fun. And it looks really good. Like they, they Do you know what was really fun about graphics. this? What? That I bought four copies of this game for 22p. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I've got to be honest because I bought this game for Jansen and for Hans and I gave one to someone else. And basically... I sold a few Steam trading cards and I had like 70p in my, left on my account. And I thought, do you know what? I'm bored. You know, like you sit in your computer some days, you're just like, I don't really know what to do. Mm, what should I play? And you start flicking through things, didn't you? And I started flicking through games. So I thought, do you know what? I'm just going to go to the cheapest games and see what's on there. You know, the sales. And uh, pretty much I, what I'd done is I put it on sales. So it was like most cheapest games with the highest ratings. So yeah. ones that are 90% cheaper than normal, but have got the thumbs up for like, 80% or 90% like followed by people for being good games. Anyway, this came up and I actually saw the game and I saw the pictures of it and the graphics looked really, really nice. It was like old yeah. school, like you're saying, hovering above like and it's like forward scrolling, but with like really nice graphics. It's like been an old game brought into the new day. Yeah, it's got like a 16-bit feel, but with 1080 graphics. Yeah, and it's co-op. Yeah is even better but the thing is when you're playing single player it is it is hard there's so much going on on the screen but the the way they've done it is you're you're limited to how far you can go with the plane that you've got because you need to build points to be able to upgrade your plane so when you start with like single guns and single rockets there'll be so much going on on the screen that you you won't be able to kill everything and get to the next level so you have to keep playing to unlock the new weapons. How, f- you... how far did you give? Uh, I'm not sure what level I got up to. I think we got to the sixth level because I played it in co-op with, with Tom. But you yeah. played it on your own, didn't you? Yeah, I've been playing it on my own. I think I might be like level eight or something like that. So I've opened up two new slots um, on my aeroplane. Because what you can do is have about six different slots that you can fill with the different weapons you want. But as you go through, you you shoot stuff, and then after you shoot that thing, you then collect the scrap, and it's the scrap from that that you use to upgrade your weapons. Yeah. And even though you've got like your six slots that you can put your stuff in, you can unlock up to like twenty different weapons, shields, and like, it goes up in XP like as well, though, doesn't it? So you've got to be a certain yeah. level to be able to use them weapons as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can. Every time you finish a level, you can go back to the main menu and then you can change uh, what you have on the aeroplane. So even if you've got like 20 items you've unlocked, you've only got your six spaces. So then you can like chop and change what you want. But that's not just weapons either. You've got like yeah. shields and like you've got special weapons as well. That you can only have one each yeah, time so you go like, out and stuff. Yeah, you'll have something like a nuke, which is yeah. something that you can drop and it will wipe everything off the screen. But then it's got like a cooldown period of like two minutes. Yeah, and I like then, that one. Yeah. And you've got a few different special weapons like that. But then you've also got a space for shield. But you could have 
four different shields and you could think well i want loads of shield so you put four shields in then you put one machine gun and one rocket could you do that yeah i thought you could only use one shield no because i think you can fill any of the spaces with whatever you want all it does it doubles up so you get the the perks of one shield and then you get the perks of the second shield yeah see the problem i had with the game is i was playing with tom and tom's like a guru at playing these games doesn't matter what you do he seems to be much better than you with whatever game you play yeah you know <laughs> and i was playing yeah. with him and i just kept finding myself dying constantly and and in the end i got off because i felt a bit bad i was like he must be getting the ump with me by now because <laughs> i just keep dragging him down yeah. <laughs> but he was just smashing it and like he was he was dodging in and out of bullets and i was just like floating around getting killed were but, you playing this on a controller yeah yeah because it, it works perfectly with a controller. Yeah. Like, I, I can't imagine playing this on a... Nah, you wouldn't be fast enough to move around bullets nah. and stuff. But as well, with your guns, you've got uh, the two triggers. One's to shoot forwards for things that are in the air. And then your other triggers to shoot things that are on the ground. Yeah. So you've got all these other like helicopters and like spaceships and things like that flying around. And they're all shooting at you. But you also have vehicles on the ground shooting up at you. And... Yeah, your bullets won't touch the opposite one if you're pressing the wrong trigger. Yeah, so you've got to you've got to choose which trigger you're you're shooting, and you've got to pick who you want to shoot in the air or on the ground. Yeah, if you've got two players, though, you can. We didn't do this, but you can actually have like one of you doing ground work and when kit your plane up for the ground. That's and one of you. How you need to do it. Well, I don't know because it's sometimes it's overwhelmed by things flying rather yeah. than on the ground. Yeah, and as well, uh, certain weapons that you have it will tell you if they're for air or for ground. Some of them are for both, but I had the thing of like, oh, well, I'm going to upgrade my gun. I upgraded my gun, but it wouldn't shoot the ground. So as I was flying around, I'm pressing the ground. Yeah, so you can't kill anything. And nothing was happening. So I had to go back in and change my weapons back again. Yeah, it is, it is a nice little game. And that's the reason why I bought that game. I don't normally buy like little games that are like pennies because I just think, oh, there's probably no effort gone into it. It's not very good. But... I saw this game and it just reminded me of the old school games brought into, like, yeah. like I said, the new day. And yeah. four of them for 22p. I was just like, what can go wrong? 22p. I'll get one and we will play it. And it actually was it was worth the little bit of money it cost to play this game, you know? One thing I will say that's bad about this game, and it's the only thing we really came across, you wouldn't have seen it, Jance, because you was playing single player. But on the multiplayer, it's so hard to get into a game with your friend. They list oh, okay. servers and you can't get your server up. You can't... If I go to join, like, and I give him my IP address to get in with, um, like, Tom, yeah, nothing happens. And then it takes about five minutes, and all of a sudden you're just in his game. He's already started. Yeah. You know, and it's, like, really random. In the end, we, we realize that it, if he clicks on his button to join my game, nothing comes up, nothing is said, but then in, like, two minutes, I'll just randomly join his game. And that was really, really the baddest part about this game. Yeah. But, you know, Revolution Ace, for what it is, you know, you can't go wrong. It's just one of them... Like, I bought it because I thought it was quite good for the kids to play as well, you know? Yeah, and the thing is, it's a small game as well. Like, it's not going to take up much room on your hard drive, and it's just a good game to have there that if you've got a couple of minutes to kill and you want to play something kind of fun, if, you, if you're like our age, this is the kind of game that you would have played in the arcade yeah. when, you, when you were like... 14, 15 years old, and it, it gives you the same feeling now playing it as, as it did back then. As yeah, it did back then. But then you've got the updated graphics. Yeah, which... and it doesn't cost you a lot of coins. 
No, know? exactly. So if you went down the chip shop, you'd probably put like 10 quid in playing this game, but now you can play it at home for like 20p. Yeah, but they, it's not that, because it isn't that price. I got it on a special deal in the sales, because I, oh. like I said, I look for the ones that are on 90% discount that have got the thumbs up. Well, on, the thing Steam. Is on, on Steam now, it's, it's 79p. 79p, yeah. Or it's £2.27 for four. Yeah. So, um, 80p for a game like this, it's definitely worth the money because I, I reckon you'd, even if you were like, oh, look, I'll, I'll try it just to see what it's like, I reckon you'll get hooked. It's like, mostly positive quick. as well, the reviews. Yeah. You know, which is pretty good. The only, but, the only thing with a game like this that I would have preferred is that you upgrade your your plane as you go through the levels i prefer the thing of like r type where you start with nothing and, and you, you build you, up as you, you play you, the yeah, game you you pick up the icons as you go through and then as you die those icons then like come off and you've got to pick them up again yeah and then it and gets to the point where you've got like bullets going everywhere you, you've got like <laughs> 20 shields around you you've got like two companions and then you've got about 20 guns two lasers rocket yeah. launches and your your little spaceship's gone from the size of like a a penny to the size of a 50p because it's got like all these guns sticking yeah. out of it and you're just like wiping out the whole screen that would have been a nice touch that's how i'd expected it to be when i got it yeah but they've tried to put a new feel to it where it's like bringing the old with the new you know where you've yeah. got a menu where you can kit it up but this game for like they could do a lot with it because it's a game that i don't see like, we're reviewing it because we like it. It's not because of the price of it. You yeah. know, if I said to somebody, oh, there's a game of 22p, they're going to go, yeah, I'm not going to buy that crap. Yeah. But the point is, this game is actually, for what it is, it's only a little pick up and play for a little while, but mm. it is, I thought it was a really fun little game. And also, it's split screen as well. Well, not really split screen because you're both on the same screen scrolling, so two player on one computer, which is another good little touch. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's uh, Revolution Ace. Check that out. Let us know what you think. And uh, even if you don't like it, it's only pennies. So, you know, if you sold a few cards on your Steam account, that's a little game for you. But yeah, Revolution Ace, check it out. And that brings us to the end of the games, really, because uh, there's not many of us in the podcast today, is there? Nope. They're all hiding. <laughs> that takes us on to the Community and Extra section, anyway. And uh, if anything you, you guys want to say about Community Extra, anything you're going to be doing, anything coming up, anything important to tell us? Uh, yeah, maybe. Go on, what? <laughs> Well, that sounded really depressing, and then you sort of uprose <laughs> well, from it's it. It's gonna be depressing for you because I bought some more collectibles. So, you saw my Fallout books. Yeah, I do like them. I think you should give them to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do the thing like is, the art books. Like I've had a few in the past for different things. An art the... book, I'm always interested in. Yeah, but there's always a problem with an art book. I've got a lot of collectibles in my room. I like to show them off and put them on the wall and pictures and stuff like that. But an art book doesn't really get seen, does it? Yeah, I read mine all the time. When I've got an yeah. art book, I'll have it like on the coffee table. And then when I'm bored, I'll just get it out and just have a quick flick through. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's what you do with art books. See, with, for me, I'd get an art book and yeah, it'd be a nice collectible, but I'd put it on my shelf and leave it there. And that'd yeah, be that, it. That's, that's all right if you've got like a, a figure or... Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Something like that. That's fair enough. Like it's meant to be displayed. But I think with an art book, it's meant to be looked at. And it's good to have on the coffee table for like other people come over. No, I don't let anyone touch my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> See, so I, I agree don't... with Nick here. I don't like people touching all those. So. If someone came into my room upstairs, yeah, like where my, like my office room where I've got all my bits and pieces all lying around and that, and they touch something, I'd be like that film, you know, where it's like the OCD and it's like 
the can of beans in the cupboard is moved by a millimetre to the left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the same with my collectibles. I don't really like... Liar, big... you just said you leave your collectible book on the coffee table for yeah, people. But... Next you'll be saying you'll leave it in the toilet so why people are having a crap they can read your bloody collectible book. Yeah, but you didn't let me finish my sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't like people touching my collectibles. When it comes to like a book, I don't mind. I've got like plenty of like limited edition books that I've got in a shelf I'm in my front room, and they're there for people to look at. Like I've got a Star Wars one. And... I've just got images of your house as like a library now. People coming in, just browsing. <laughs> well, Nick, at least we have books. <laughs> I told you I only have books that they've just got pictures in, but that reading. Well, they hard book pictures. To be fair, do you know what? To be totally honest, I swear this is no lie. Now you give me like a novel book or whatever to read, like a story. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't do it. I don't know what it is. I can't do it. I read the first four or five pages. And then I think, what have I read? It's because it doesn't go in. I just don't take it in. But if you gave me a book about learning something, about how to build something, how to paint something, you know, how to take something apart, every single bit of information will go in and stay in there. You yeah, know, that's, just... that's like a lot of people. Not everyone is a book reader. Yeah, it's, I can't do it. No, I'm the same. I've, I've never actually read a whole book. Really? Yeah. yeah I've never read a book. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. seriously. Oh. I can't do it. My, my, I have to take in knowledge, otherwise it's just it goes in one ear and out the other. I'll read two pages. You read and it I'll, words. I'll fall asleep, and then it's like <laughs> you read a page, you get to the end, and you're like, I read that, but I don't remember what I just yeah. read. And then you yeah. go back again, and you read it again, and it's it doesn't go in because it's boring. It's like you've oh, got like yeah. a like, I... you no know, like like short short memory loss or whatever yeah. you're reading, and as you're reading, imagine you're visualising reading these words, and they're disappearing as they're going past. Yeah. <laughs> So you haven't read the Lord, Lord of the Rings trilogy then? No, I just no, watched the film. Exactly. <laughs> the film is not even near the quality of the yeah. books. No, no. I know this is just like the controller situation. I know exactly what you're going to say. When you read a book, it's a hundred times better. Yeah, I know it no, is. Not going to say that. I mean, in this case, it is. Some films but, are actually better than the book. But, but all all books are because your it's your um, imagination. imagination that's yeah. making up what's going on. So it's going to be the best it can be. But I just can't take in a story. I don't know if it's because I just think it's useless information or what. I can't do it. But if you give me a magazine that's telling me how to take a computer apart, you know, or about a processor that you can overclock it, that will go in my brain and will never leave. I'll remember so, yeah, it. It's the same with your games and Nicky. You don't want story. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Interest. It's all about interest yeah. and attention span. Right. <laughs> I'm like a goldfish. <laughs> or a trout. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. Moving on. Anything you got to say, uh, Jance, about community extras? Uh, no, not this month. Nah. Cool. All I'm going to say is, um, we a few of us have bought space engineers. We might set up a server, but it depends if how many people are interested. You can have up to like, I think it's 20 people on a server. If we get enough people in where we can actually have like battles and stuff, it's something we're considering. So if there's any people out there that like space engineers, send us an email in to uh, extremepcuk at gmail.com. Just saying, yeah, I'm interested. And uh, if we get a few people text it in, we will uh, set up a server for that, which will run 24 hours all the time. So, because we've got a whole server here, a whole computer running with loads of stuff in it, loads of RAM and that in it, just for computer games, and it's done nothing for the last two months. So, we need a game to put on there, really. So, you know, let us let us know. Or if there's any other servers anybody out there is interested in that want an extreme PCK server set up, you know, customized and stuff like that, let us know. And if we can do it, we're all up for it. And that, people, take us on to the questions. You ready for the questions, boys? Yep. Sure. 
Yeah, if you get any questions, send them into extremepeaceuk at gmail.com or you can do it through Twitter or Instagram. Just add it under any picture or any comment and it will always wake its way back to us and we'll get it on the show. And this, this month, uh, we've had Tom ringing and uh, basically he did a few questions. Because there was a few, like three or four questions, I've just got the bits of the questions that I think is best to put in and we've sort of gone that way with it. So I'll read them out. I've set it up in two different questions and we'll go from there, yeah? So Tom says, Hi mate, I've been listening to you a lot on the podcast, Rave About Empyrean. <laughs> what are you going to say, Hans? <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny it. Yeah. Oh, here we question, go. So. <laughs> he says, Do you still have a server online? Would you recommend I buy it? As I've got a GTX 660, and I, do you think it will handle it? And he says, Thanks in advance, Tom. Right, so first off, Empyrean is an amazing game. And I've got to be honest, it's much more developed now than when we had our server up. Because how long was our server up, Chance? What? How long ago was it? Yeah, up? six months. Yeah, about six months ago. And I know it's gone two whole levels up since. I think we was on when it was on four, and I think now it's on six. Yeah, yeah, because um, it was four like that. We did the big update. Yeah, because we had our own server with its own specialized custom galaxy. All the planets were different, all in different places, all customized everything. And sadly, yeah, we don't have a server online anymore because when they go from a major update, they wipe the server. And in order to continue with the updates, you need to wipe that server and start fresh. Now, we had played it all through four for a good few months constantly. We had a massive amount of people on there and there was a lot of people that could hack at that point or they could duplicate items and stuff. And what was happening is the, obviously the more stuff you have in a server, the slower it goes. Now, our server was still running really smooth, but we just found there was lots of people complaining about hackers, about people cheating, about spaceships disappearing. And, and you know, people had to realize it was early access at that time, and there was still a lot of stuff that was to be fixed and stuff. But the server, did it was really good, wasn't it? It did go really well. Yeah. yeah. But sadly, when it came to the, the latest update, obviously it had to be wiped. And so we just cut it off there, and we didn't really go back to it yet. I think we will go back to it in like the future i think it'll probably be when the game is actually released now don't you you know when it it all depends on when it's released because they're not really giving a date to say when it's released but every now and then we kind of get that itch don't we to go back and then have another like blast on it yeah it's more like when something that big change comes out like they've just put a massive game changer in the game they've started putting i believe it's teleporters in there you know like in minecraft where you go to the never but I believe these take you, like, if you put one, like, uh, what's that program? Stargate. It's like that. Yeah. You could build this thing, and then it will take you from one area to another planet. So you could have, like, four really far away planets, and then a jump point where you have to go to that planet, find the gate to get to the next place. You know, it's like a game changer in the game. So it's not just flying from place to place. You have to go through this Stargate, you know, to get to another universe or whatever. I, I don't even actually know in depth about it because I didn't look, but I just saw it recently. So there's a game changer there, which could be something we get back into in the future. So sadly, yeah, we don't have a server running anymore. If anyone wants any help setting up their own server, you know, you need a computer that's got like about minimum of 8 gigs of RAM on it. Maybe 16 will be better, uh, or higher than that is even better than that. And it's got to have a pretty decent processor on it, you know, running like 4 gigs or something. We're always up for helping you set up a server, showing you how to set custom planets and stuff. So if anyone wants to know that, just let us know. But yeah, sadly, we don't have a server online anymore. But recommending with the GTX 660, 
I know for a fact two or three of, of our crew were using GTX 660s when it first came out, and I believe that it will run. You might not be on max settings, but you'll be on high settings. You know, you'll be getting yeah, they're decent frames. Yeah, high at least, and they're still yeah. pretty okay cards. So. Yeah, yeah, and it will still Bob be nice. Especially, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing he's, he's gaming in 1080p, so... Yeah. yeah, yeah, assuming you're in 1080, because if you go up to like... Um, fourteen forty or four K, no. then it will drop rapidly. No, but then, then it's it's a no go. Yeah, especially with my three combination. So I, yeah, I had um, everything set to high, and I was playing it uh, with a six seventy, and at the time I had a core two duo. Yeah, so it it was a pretty crap setup, but I was still running everything on high. Yeah, so it, with the six sixty, it'd be alright. Yeah, so you might not no get worries max. there. Yeah, you'll get pretty high. Yeah, and even though it's not on max settings, when we say pretty high, we mean the game will still look nice. It's still, yeah, be, yeah. it's not going to be all blocky and square and not rendered properly or nothing like that. It will, you, you won't really notice. It will be it, it's the not little details. Be console quality. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so um, yeah, six sixty will be fine. Right, and then the next question, I'll read that out again, and uh, then you boys can let us know your information and what you think as well. Yeah. Cool. So the next question, because these, these questions came in at different points through the month. Um, he says, hi, mate, I have an Asus P8H61-MLE motherboard. I was wondering if I could get a KCPU and overclock it. Do these boards support this firstly? And then he says, thinking of 2500K, the current setup is 8 gigs of RAM, GTX 660, an i3-2100. He says he's wanting something that could run all the games on Macs and would be prepared to sell his 660 for something a bit better. Thanks for your help. Love the podcast. So, right, I've done a bit of digging in that because obviously every single motherboard's different, but the H61 chipset motherboards, you can't actually, they're locked. You can't change the multiplier to overclock. So that chip, even if you did get the 2500K, there's no point getting a K processor because you can't overclock it for a start. You can overclock the base clock, but it's not really worth, it's not going to make that, it's going to make hardly any difference to the clock speeds by doing the base clock alone zero. and no, that obviously makes it a difference. lot more unstable as well so i personally wouldn't bother just for that it's not worth it so um i looked up your chip and the chip you was talking about basically you've got an i3 2100 which is two cores and four threads running at 3.10 gigs so you know it's not brilliant for the gaming but it's it'll work you know if you get a, a different card like a new 1050 or something like that, you'll be all right. It will, it will still run. The graphics good. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cheap. You're looking at about £100 or you get a, a 1050 Ti. I think they're about £140 now. So Yeah, about that. You That's know, a and, upgrade though, so. Yeah, and for, for the lower-end computer, because you've got like a lower-end like budget computer, you know, mm-hmm. that will set you straight. It'll be nice. Um, With the 2500K, it's not really any point. You're not really going to gain anything out of it, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't even bother with doing that. Would you reckon, Ants? Same as you. Um, yeah. yeah. You can't overclock it anyway, so there's no point in getting it. So yeah. unless you're planning on buying a motherboard later on, but yeah, then that might... I would probably do for something. No, I would go for something totally else then. So yeah, my advice to you would Just be leave it. get like a 1050, yeah. maybe a 1050 Ti. Yeah. Put that in. Use it for so long. And in that time, then just get some cash together over a period of like next six months to a year. And then, because, you know, them graphics will be all right for that sort of time. And then yeah. upgrade to like the DDR4, get a new chip and all that. Uh, is that, that. That might already be a DDR4, actually. I don't know. That's not, yeah. is it? You can upgrade to an i5 maybe in a year or something, which is... Mm, yeah. Or even a newer i3. 
Yeah, but for, for, for me, it's, it depends on what he wants to do. So yeah, for me, my advice would be just to to get the the newer graphics card in yeah, there, same the here. cheaper just get one, a 1050 or something, or even a 750 Ti, very yeah. cheap. So and then start fresh. I'm not really sure 750 Ti is an upgrade though, so <laughs> I would go for a 1050. Yeah, 1050 Ti, I'd say for yeah. the extra money. But yeah, so thanks for sending them questions in. It's much appreciated, and I think that brings us to nearly to the end of the podcast. iTunes reviews. And we haven't got any. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, people send your iTunes reviews in because they help us uh, get up the ratings and get us more listeners and gets us to do more stuff, basically. And apart from that, boys, it brings us to the end of, a, I think, a short podcast. If anyone realizes this is coming out pretty early this month or it's been recorded earlier, that's because I'm away for a week. So, uh, yeah, we haven't really got a lot done in this month because it's been a short month for us because, obviously, like I just said, I'm away. So, uh, yeah, that takes us to the end of the uh, podcast. If there's anything anyone wants to send in to us about the podcast, anything they think we should be updated or anything they, they think is a good idea for us to do reviews and stuff like that, you know, feel free to send it into extremepeaceuk at gmail.com and uh, we'll get on that. Also, if anyone's got any work they want carried out and that, always just send us a, a, like a little text of what you want done and stuff because we're actually starting to do loads and loads of customization stuff now, like painting graphics cards and... You know, we can do all sorts of stuff. If anyone's interested in having like a one-off graphics card or a one-off window on their computer or anything like that, like customizations, like however extreme, me and Jansen are actually starting to do a lot of customization work and like one-offs. So, you know, if you've got an idea and you want someone to carry out that idea for you, just hit us up with like a message and let us know because we can give you a quote there and then. So, you know, and you'd be pretty surprised. We're not that, we're not that expensive, so... And check out our Instagram as well, because a lot of the work we do will be on there. Yeah, Instagram's going pretty mad at the moment. You know, getting like thousands of people like liking on some of the videos and stuff. So uh, check that out, because that's got a lot of our like customization work. Like recently, I painted a graphics card. It was it was a 980 Ti, and it went from being a normal silver to pure white. And I tell you what, that came out amazing. You know, yeah, so uh, pictures on Facebook. It looks yeah, awesome. it looks looks really nice. And it's had, it's had something like nearly 4,000 views or 4,500 views on Instagram at the moment. So, and, and to be fair, my computer, I've just updated all my computer. And, you know, I was going to get it all done in a silver finish, like chrome finish, you know, or, or some kind of like uh, copper finish and stuff like that. And in the end, it, because of time scales, I had to change it. But what I've done is I've actually um, carbon fiber coated the front and top and the SSDs and stuff like that. That's all on Instagram, so check that out as well and give us some comments on what you think. If any of you do put a comment, any pictures on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that, always put that you're a podcast listener because we like to hear from who listens and then goes forward on to looking at our stuff because it's always good to know like if people link that stuff together, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, but so check all that out and let us know. And like even, even, if you've, like, even if you've got an idea of what you want to do to your computer... You know, you don't actually have to have a question for the podcast. Just text us in saying, look, I've got an idea. I'm going to be doing this lately. I'm going to be upgrading my card. I'm going to be painting it this color, blah, blah, blah. And we'll be more than happy just to say that on the podcast. And then we have our own discussion about what you're doing. You know, it doesn't have to be a direct question. Because we love playing games and that, but we also love to do lots of modifications. And like when we go to the shows and stuff, we end up talking to people about their creations. And that's what we love, ain't it? It's like... Yeah. making something new and having new ideas and just like networking with people, you know? Yeah. 
So if anyone out there wants to get in touch just for a chat or jump on TeamSpeak to have a chat with us, you know, more than welcome to come on and uh, like meet up with us and have a laugh. So. And as well, if anyone's interested in my build, because I've been talking about it over the last few months, there are actually pictures of it now on the, our Instagram if you yeah. want to have a look at the finished build. Yeah, I've got a couple more to put on there. So because they do go on like one picture a day. They don't go on all in one bulk load. They're just constantly fed on every couple of days. So, you know, just check it out. Extreme Peace UK Instagram. And uh, we'll go from there. And uh, that brings us to pretty much to the end of the podcast. We have an Amazon link on our website. If you do buy from Amazon, you know, we really appreciate using that link. It gives a little bit back to the show. The price for you stays the same. And uh, that's really helpful to us. So if anyone's done that, thanks a lot for that. And uh, that brings us to the end, boys. Just the three of us. Yep. You're going to sing the song again? No. Nah, I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> Can't do it twice, mate. You'll have to rewind. <laughs> Be kind, rewind. Rewind. Do you remember that when your old tape deck years ago? Ah, oh, get the pen. Yeah. Where's a biro? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that brings us to end. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll see you this time next month. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Dream PC UK.